Good evening, friend. It's time for another bedtime story and a lullaby. I don't know about you, but I'm tired. I'm ready for bed. I've heard a lot of people saying that they're not uh, having anything to do and they're bored, and goodness, I'm busier than I've ever been. Another friend said that they had gained 12 pounds, and today I had to take a notch up in my belt. So, <laughs> I am tired, and I am ready for a bedtime story and a lullaby. I hope you are, too. I'm going to read you a couple of dolphin stories tonight from my nine true dolphin stories, my very first book I ever bought. The story of Pauline, the dolphin who almost died of loneliness. One day, some men from an oceanarium sailed out to sea. They were looking for dolphins, and they caught one they named Pauline. As soon as they slipped Pauline into the tank, the men knew something was wrong. She couldn't, or wouldn't, swim. She would sink to the bottom of the tank every time. The doctor examined her, but he could find nothing wrong. She'll probably be all right when she gets used to the tank, he said. But meanwhile, Pauline had to breathe. How could they keep her from sinking to the bottom? The men wove some ropes together and made a raft for her. At each corner of the raft, they tied a big glass jar so the raft wouldn't sink. Then they slid Pauline on top of the raft. Poor Pauline. For two days, she drifted around the tank on her raft. She could breathe, but she would not eat. Sometimes she whistled a high, sharp whistle. This was Pauline's distress whistle. It was her way of crying, help, but nobody answered her cry. Nobody whistled back. Once more, the doctor examined her. I still don't know what is wrong, he said, but I do know one thing. If she doesn't begin eating soon, she'll die. On the third day, the men sailed out to sea again. They caught another dolphin and slipped him into the tank. Pauline didn't even see him. She was drifting around with her eyes closed. But a few minutes later, she happened to whistle. It was a very low whistle, a whisper of a whistle of distress. But someone whistled back. Pauline's eyes popped open. She whistled again, and the new dolphin swam over to her side. He nudged her head gently. Then he began to drift around the tank with her. Look, cried one of the men. Pauline was moving her flippers. Her tail was beginning to beat up and down. Pauline was trying to swim. The men slid Pauline off the raft. Very slowly, she began to move around the tank. Once or twice, she started to sink in the water, but the new dolphin just swam down and pushed her back up again. Before the day was over, Pauline began to eat. The next morning, the men could hardly believe their eyes. There was Pauline, the dolphin who had almost died of loneliness, playing a fast game of water tag with her new friend. The End isn't that a great story? It tells you how important it is to keep up with your friends, doesn't it? I have friends that I keep up with on social media sometimes. I can't see them in person. I have friends on like Instagram that I've never really met before, but we keep up with each other that way. It's good to have friends. It's good to check up on them. It's nice to say things to each other sometimes. It really makes life better, doesn't it? And uh, I don't even whistle in distress. <laughs> Maybe you do. <laughs> Can you whistle? I love to whistle. And I'm not even a dolphin. There you go. Okay, one more dolphin story tonight. And this one's about the story of Bimbo, the big bully. Bimbo was a pilot whale. He was one of the first pilot whales to live in a tank. Pilot whales and dolphins are closely related. 
most scientists say that pilot whales are really a kind of a big dolphin. They are both members of the toothed whale family. For months, Bimbo lived happily with a group of dolphins in an oceanarium near Los Angeles, California. Then one day, and no one ever knew why, Bimbo stopped being friendly. Bimbo became a bully instead. <clears throat> he began to pick on the dolphins in the tank, especially the baby dolphins. Bimbo was a full-grown pilot whale. He weighed almost 2,000 pounds. Now he was a very dangerous bully. Something had to be done. But what? The director of the oceanarium worked out a plan. It's an experiment, he said. I hope it works. He gave an order. One of the workers opened a valve near the bottom of the tank. Slowly the water began to drain out. The tank was drained until there was only three feet of water left in it. Now this didn't bother the dolphins at all. They could still swim freely in three feet of water. But not Bimbo. He was too big. Now he was stuck, half in and half out of the water. Bimbo began to whistle the sharp, high whistle of distress. I'm in trouble. Somebody help. The dolphins had every reason to be angry with Bimbo, but as soon as they heard that whistle, they swam right over. They gathered around Bimbo and began to whistle, too. Their whistles were soft and gentle. Don't worry. Nothing's going to happen to you. We're here, they seemed to be saying. Bimbo seemed to be listening, too. Finally, he stopped crying. He still didn't look happy, but he didn't seem so afraid. The director was standing nearby. Now he gave a signal and water began to enter the tank. Soon it was back to its old level. Bimbo could swim once more. Did the experiment work? It certainly did. Bimbo must have remembered those minutes of terror and the kindness of the dolphins. Now his bullying days were over and he never picked on anyone again. I sure wish somebody had done that to the bully in my school when I was a kid because he was mean and I sure wish somebody would have drained enough water so that he couldn't swim around. <laughs> I don't know how that would have worked. Maybe there was another plan. <laughs> I hope you don't have any bullies. And if you do, I hope that some director somewhere is thinking about it, some parent or some teacher, or maybe through this time of being forced to stay home, they're going to think about uh, what they're doing and maybe be kinder people. We can certainly hope so. That's what I hope for them. And I hope you never bully anybody either. That wouldn't be good. I bet you don't. Good. All right. Now, how about a lullaby? You know, I always sing to you things that I used to sing to my children and to my grandchildren from time to time. And one of the things that I like to sing is old hymns because that's what I grew up singing when I was young. And I still love them. I remember them and the words give me comfort. And so I'm going to sing you one of my very favorites and maybe it will bring you some comfort too. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now am found, was blind, but now I see through many dangers, toils, and snares I have already come. 
Tis grace that brought me safe thus far, and grace will lead me home. When we've been there ten thousand years, bright shining as the We've no less days to sing God's praise than when we first begun. Lou liked my singing so much that she decided to eat dinner. <laughs> Maybe if my singing makes you hungry, you can have a snack. Emmy Lou would understand. All right, friend, I hope you had a good day. I hope you liked your stories, and I hope you liked your lullaby, and I hope you rest tonight. I hope you sleep well, and if you have any dreams, I hope they're sweet dreams, and I hope you wake up in the morning happy and ready for something good to happen. Good night.